Kale and Company weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Never loot again. Stay out of trouble. Never go to jail. Never go to jail. Stay out of trouble. No looting. You'll be just fine. Listen to us. If you feel the urge to loot, which most people that listen to the show do not. Right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, And we do have some breaking news here. uh, As the Fox News on in the studio. Uh, Let me just bring Dawn. Yeah, go ahead, Dawn. So all morning, you've been talking about Byron Donalds and who you would like Nikhil to see as the next Speaker of the House. And he represents uh, Tony Bruno's <clears throat> district, yeah, which we which learned is, today. Which is, you know, the um, South Florida, Fort Myers, yeah. Cape Coral area. Right? Yep. I, I think that's, the, that's what, Lee County? the 19th Congressional District, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. So he's also with the House Oversight Committee. So, yep. you know, speaking out this morning. And I know people were playing Matt Gates had been speaking out last night a whole lot mm-hmm. so you know i i think today the question is okay what's the plan right 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 what's what's the plan and, and how long are we going to go without a speaker for because they have 45 days let's not forget that they just you know they they basically uh put a plug in last weekend if you will yeah but they still have to figure out the budget they still have a lot to get done and how can they possibly get all of this done with all of this drama yep and then on top of it, you have the politics and you have the Democrats now who've been complicit with the Gates 8, right? And mm-hmm. so now, what's the game plan to get things done? And will this cost them? Because they were already in danger of losing the House. Right. I think the Republicans, if you look at the next election, the Republicans are teed up to take the Senate. Mm-hmm. Because of, right, because yeah. of who's not up for election, who is. Not many of the Republicans are actually up this time around so i think that that we will see you know republicans take over the senate but will they keep the house after this whole Mm -hmm. disaster yep eight republicans side with the democrats to upend the house you said uh you've coined it the gates eight the back uh, the front page of the new york post today uh has a picture of kevin mccarthy with the uh banner saying the gates of hell g-a-e-t-z oh good one gates of that's a really i'm Whoever comes up with those should best. win an award. They're amazing. Nobody does it better than the New York Post. But in this business, I'm sorry, Greg. No good. The, the, nobody's nastier as far as vendettas. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not people who are, shake anything off. So if they they have any goods on Matt Gates, they will take him down. Now mm-hmm. it's going to get really ugly. Yep. And I think we're going to see that. Also, there's um. Something swirling on mostly Truth Social and other sites that Eric Snowden, remember last spring, I think it was? Edward Snowden. Or excuse me, what did I say? Eric. I'm sorry. Um, Edward uh, Snowden is saying that there's word that there's more of Biden information that he had in those documents. Oh, okay. Remember that last spring when he, he... he had come out and it was a little awkward for the Biden administration Mm -hmm. because remember he had all those documents. Yep. And so now there's word that perhaps he has something on allegedly Mm -hmm. on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all of these documents. Very interesting. I have no idea. I'm just seeing a a lot of people that that has gone viral. So I don't know if he's releasing new documents. He obviously lives in Russia. Mm -hmm. He would be arrested if he came back home. So I I have no idea if that's true or not, but it's, it's making the rounds. On My guess is media. it'll drop somewhere between 10 a.m. and the, yeah, uh, 4.30 p.m. 
Yeah. So if it does, I'm sure Dawn, <laughs> Dom, and Rich will be all over it. 855-839-1210 to jump in. So a couple of stories here. Uh, Dawn's Big Three in about five minutes. Our morning mystery movie clip at 920. We've also got part due of the cut sheet coming up about 935, 940 this morning. So COVID, uh, the latest vaccine poll, finds that more than half of adults are likely to say no thanks to the latest vaccine booster. Uh, this is on foxnews.com. Amongst U.S. adults, 52% say they will probably or definitely not get the new COVID-19 vaccine. That, according to the latest from KFF, the Kaiser Family Foundation, which is a COVID-19 vaccine monitor poll. Conversely, 23% of adults definitely plan to get the vaccine i would say of those 23 percent 22.9 percent of them probably still walk around with the mask uh, while another 23 percent will probably get it amongst the people who said they definitely or probably will get the shot most are democrats and or at least 65 years old 70 percent of democrats plan to get the new vaccine that's compared to just 24 percent of Republicans. So this is still a very uh, partisan uh, subject, so to speak. So that is the latest on the latest booster and the likelihood of individuals getting them. And then from the vaccine to masks, which is, um, I've been telling you, I think this is going to happen. And usually it starts either in California, in Los Angeles, or New York, and then it works its way. It's almost like they go through market ranks. Like, let's start in New York or L.A., that's market one or two, and then it'll work its way to Chicago, and then Philly will jump on board at market seven or eight or whatever market we are. But mask mandates are coming back in California. Um, and this is the latest coming out just a few days ago. Mask mandates making their triumphant return in parts of the state, at least in specific settings. Just a few days ago, the health office of Sonoma County in Northern California issued an order forcing their health care workers to wear masks in areas where they will be treating patients. Kaiser Hospitals in the state have also reinstated mask mandates several weeks ago for others, although they did limit their order to employees after receiving significant backlash. So even people in California, all those bird brains on the West Coast are giving pushback saying, really, mask mandates again, even in healthcare settings? Are you kidding me? California going back to it. The worst aspect of the Sonoma County order, which, by the way, I think Bruno actually used to live in Sonoma County when he was up in Northern California for a while. Uh, the latest saying the worst aspect of the Sonoma County order, and that's a high bar to clear, is that there's literally no substantial increase of COVID transmission or concerning surges or a surge of hospitalizations or deaths in Sonoma County to justify this decision. Uh, a lady by the name of Dr. Karen Smith is forcing healthcare workers in Sonoma to mask up. And wait till you hear this. From November 2023, so in this specific healthcare facility, they haven't even reinstated it yet. They're going to put it in effect next month. And you will be required to wear a mask from November 2023 until April of 2024. November, December, January, February, March. That's a six-month mask mandate for these individuals working in that facility. But this is a medical facility. Yes, correct. But there's no 
statistical data that is saying we're seeing an uptick or there's a surge or hospitalizations are on the rise or death. There's no data out there at all. And they are going back to which I just get to the point now. Like, are we just going to have these randomized mandates that pop up just because in theory it's cold and flu season? What are they calling it? The triple demic cold, what cold flu, COVID, RSV, yeah. ABC, XYZ. So basically from Halloween until you get to uh, the weather breaking in, in the spring in April, we're just going to reinstate these things, which I actually think, and I, I'll, I'll reiterate it again if you've missed any of the uh, shows in the last six to eight weeks. I still, like, I'm on record. I believe somewhere between Halloween and coming back from Thanksgiving break, first week of December, it would not shock me in the least if we have any of these popping back up in this area. Um, forget healthcare settings for a moment. Mm-hmm. But in schools, they're definitely like when once we come back from Christmas break, they're definitely going to be reinstated in at least Philadelphia public yeah. schools. Right. You're going to have one of these school district employees, these superintendents, the Tony Watlingtons or whoever it might be that pop up and say uh, five day precautionary measure, seven day, 10 day. It'll be somewhere between five and 10 days. I'd be willing to bet one to two school weeks post Thanksgiving break. In fear of people traveling and yeah, you know, carrying the virus, not knowing it, transmitting it, and then of course you will have you know the same typical teacher union power play stuff. So uh, that's the second one, and then lastly, this is some this is vindication. Cornell, so this is Ivy League, of course. Mm-hmm. Cornell University has agreed to pay three million dollars to settle a class action lawsuit filed in 2020, filed by students after the Ivy League school shut down in-person learning during the height of the pandemic. The 2020 April lawsuit accused Cornell of either refusing to reimburse or not adequately returning money to students for tuition fees and other costs that they paid for when typical operations were disrupted by the virus. Essentially, what this lawsuit alleges is that these students wanted that Cornell was basically in breach of contract and they said, you know what, we are paying for on campus, in school, in person learning, and you're not giving us mm-hmm. what we feel is like the adequate refund for sending us to virtual. I don't know if they went back to a dorm or went back home or whatever. And Cornell basically scoffed at that. And now the class action suit said, no, you did not deliver what they were being, what they were charging for. Why don't we have a class action lawsuit in Philadelphia? For all the public school children, tax dollars, right? Tax dollars as a ta- as a Philadelphia taxpayer. Yeah, I I personally, well, I'd love the money back, but why not just give it to the kids? Mm-hmm. Why not just have a class action lawsuit by the children, and then they'd have to create accounts in the name like a five two nine for all the kids. Love it, and it's a school choice voucher thing. Mm-hmm. But they should have a class action suit. Every child in the city of Philadelphia was, you know. You didn't have a school to go to, even when they said they'd have the Zoom learning. Right. Half the kids didn't even have the Wi-Fi or the tablet. Mm-hmm. It was the rollout was a disaster. Yep. And then they kept going back and forth. I I, I would love that. I would yep. love, and I'm not a litigious person, but I think that is a way to wake up these individuals yeah. and say you're violating yeah. a basic right and a basic belief, a core belief in our country. Yep, hit them where it hurts. Right, to have education, these kids deserve it. Exactly right. All right, 916 on a Wednesday morning. Our morning mystery movie clip coming up in about five minutes. But right now, it's time for Dawn Stenzel's Big 3 at 9. It's the Big 3 at 9 on Kale & Company. 
Big Three at Nine, a developing story this morning with word that Trump's, Donald J. Trump's prosecutors are looking into whether or not he actually took advice from Rudy Giuliani, iconic New York mayor, former mayor, but also his attorney. Did Was Rudy liquored up or intoxicated on election night? As many aides have said, the former mayor's drinking has become a, a, a big concern. Mm. So there were rumors and rumblings about this. None of us talked about it on the air. But now it's the New York Times has a big story today talking about the fact and interviewing friends who say Giuliani's drinking is a real thing. It's a real problem. And that, in fact, reportedly, according to the New York Times, special counsel Jack Smith is legitimately looking into whether or not Trump took advice from an attorney giving him legal advice, but somebody who was under the influence of alcohol. So, and uh, how does the, and wow. does this get Trump off the hook? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh well, yeah, well, yeah, and also it's, it seems to be like January six seems to be a real tough day for Rudy. Allegedly drunk, giving legal advice, and uh, also allegedly uh, groping uh, that other female. I didn't realize he had a drinking problem like that, though. I've I've heard that for years. Okay. I mean, I've met him multiple times. Yeah, charming, lovely. He was he actually officiated at Jody Applegate's wedding and Michael Kay. Oh, Michael Kay. Yeah. So I was at their wedding. Larry and I were at their wedding because Larry worked for Pix at the time. Anyway, but lovely, lovely to meet him. Charming, and he. I mean, I don't have any firsthand mm-hmm. experience of that A distinguished uh-huh. gentleman from my personal meetings with him, but. I have heard that okay. before. And this is, he, and the New York Times is saying this was on election night, not January sixth. Because uh, then I'm then I'm mixing the stories. Well, no, I mean I think that they're looking into it. But yes, this would be election November night, 2020, 4th, but yeah. also throughout that entire period. Remember, he was here in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. So with all of that, if if they're saying if they're probing whether or not Giuliani, you know, if they're looking into the an alleged actually that is he an alcoholic Mm -hmm. then how does that work in the courts in other words if you are taking advice from somebody who who has an addiction problem and they are your attorney and you don't because think about it trump is not a drinker never has been Mm -hmm. but we all know people who um i mean i have a, a relative a woman who um i never would have known she had a drinking problem really and had a big corporate job, the whole thing. Yeah. And one day just said to the family, I'm an alcoholic. And we were stunned. Wow. Like, no idea. Yeah. Some people really can mask it and work and be very successful, etc. If that's what they're... morning shows? Yeah. Never. It's an acquired skill. Um, <laughs> so... You gotta be a pro about it. <laughs> so some people, you know, so if, let's just say Trump, you know, trusted him because Giuliani is, he's iconic. I mean, New York City mm-hmm. as a mayor and did yeah. so much... And is revered and, and loved by many. And, and so if Trump really thought, hey, Rudy is the guy and yeah. he's saying all this. And if in, indeed it turns out that he's an alcoholic, doesn't how does that alter that case? Wow, this is huge. So it it's a huge story, but in essence, it gets everybody off the hook. And that being said, it's coming from the New York Times. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very. I will be very interesting to follow that one yeah. and, and see where that one goes. Agreed. There were other people at the time when he was here in court that I knew who said, "Boy, Rudy's quote unquote losing it," meaning maybe he was 
having some dementia issues. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe yeah. it's the other thing. Yeah, I was thinking he was, you know, just kind of, you know, getting to the Biden, not 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 at Joe Biden's level, but going down that path. That's what some people had had thought. Yeah. Maybe it's not that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, this is a big update because we've talked a lot about, of course, the prisoner escapes, Chester County, all of those town hall meetings that took place over the last month. So now, it, now that it's there is word out of Chester County that they are considering completely walling off that outdoor area of the Chester County prison. And this is being applauded by the community, as we well know, because a lot of people were coming out saying they thought it was this minimum security, uh, you know, with with not violent criminals being housed or rapists or killers. Now they found out that, in fact, very violent individuals Mm -hmm. and murderers are being held right in their own backyard, (laughs) so to speak. And so now there are some who say the residents who say that this is justified and they need this. There are others who say this proposed plan would cost a fortune to cap this prison, Mm. the yard and so on. So now that battle is going on because they're of course, under the leadership of Democrats there in Chester County, their taxes have gone way up. And so this now will be a huge debate that we're following. Uh, Number three, I did have that FEMA warning. It's actually today, your phone, your TV, your radio, everything, and there's really no way to avoid it. It's 2.20 p.m. today. So it's a national testing system, the FEMA, the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. So you're going to be ringing off the hook, and I don't know how you turn it off. So you can't silence it? I guess you can physically turn the the physical button, you know, on the side of your phone. You could just turn that off. Okay. But I, I, I'll, I'll do that, and we'll see if it yeah. works. But just a heads up. So I've got a dental appointment at 2 o'clock. I'm just going to leave my phone in, the, in my truck then. No, I think, well, it's going to go off in the dentist's office. They're going to have the view on <laughs> in the, yeah, right? They always have ABC on. Yeah, yeah they really do. <laughs> they Everybody do. Because this is a 6ABC town. That's yeah, why. it is. It well, is. You know, Jimbo. It's, yeah, it's, it's not them. It's not those ladies. But anyway, the emergency, it's an emergency testing, EAS, WEA, et cetera. So they do this every so many years. Anthony Dorenzo has a way to silence it. Anthony, oh. you can put your phone on airplane mode or just like Dawn said, either turn it off fully, but both ways should avoid hearing the alert sound. Okay. This is the only time I um, approve silencing. <laughs> Well, you'll hear it either way, Nick, in there, because it's yeah. probably, like Nick, like Dawn said, all the phones, TVs, whatever, they'll all be going off. Why right. are you so distorted? And oh. listen to his voice. Turn he your was, mic down. How much, were you, how much fun did you have last night at the yeah, really. game? You were there. Yeah, I was screaming a little bit. Oh, Dan, uh, he's such a fan. He's got the same energy he has when he's not there. Dan and, <laughs> no. Dan, Dan and Anthony will be down at the ballpark uh, this afternoon doing call-ins to uh, Rich's show, as well as the top of the hour starting at uh, 7 o'clock and 7.30. I think you guys did 8 o'clock last night, too. You guys did a great job. Yeah, awesome job. And working, you know, 15, 16-hour yeah. days. Yeah. I said I didn't more. want to do it because I have to get up at the crack of dawn. Anthony also has to get up at yes. the crack of dawn. So Durazzo, thank you very much. Not my crack. Me, he texted me yesterday about taking a nap. I pulled a page out of your playbook. Wow. Huh. Nice. I'm going to do that. Well, if you want the full, if you want the full playbook, I'll, I'll, we'll talk off the air. <laughs> Naps, cocktails, the whole bit. Yeah, last night I had on, so I was flipping around all the stations. I had Zioli on the Odyssey app, so I'm listening to Zioli. And I'm flipping around CNN, Fox, and you know, everybody. There was so much breaking, and kudos to you know Anthony, to Dan, to I mean Rich had a great show. As you're cutting the grass, 
<laughs> I was <laughs> not. I should have been. Yeah. John's got like a, like a little palm-sized TV that she watches <laughs> while she mows the lawn. But I listened to Zeele, and then he's like, and Matt, our Harvard grad, Matt, our, our Matt, not Gates, but Matt DeSantis, I was surprised because he's like, where's Nancy? And Matt DeSantis, I think he had his, uh, his heart with the Phillies too. Yeah. So I'm like texting him and I'm tweeting, no, Nancy's, you know, Pelosi, she's, she's in, she's in California. She's at Diane's funeral. Yeah, she like, had a few thoughts. Please don't bother me with such frivolity. Okay. 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 But how about the fact that we've learned that Kevin, and Nancy had a deal mm-hmm. that they would not vote each other out. Yeah. Um, there's one guy I follow on Twitter that says that uh, McCarthy was essentially in Pelosi's back pocket his entire career. Wow. So you can tell he does not like Kevin McCarthy. I just found, I find, I love all this inside baseball stuff, but I have to admit, I hope nothing happens this afternoon because I'm going to take Buddy Boy for a walk. There you go. We're all so tired today. As soon as you get ready to take Buddy for a walk, you'll literally have him on the leash, and then the news will come out that Byron Donalds is the speaker of the house, <laughs> and then you'll be texting us. And be- <laughs> right? We're all so tired. We have, like, bags. Yep. Um, I think that was it for the big... I did three. Yeah, that's good. Even if it was two, we'll just it call was, it the big two. I think it was three. That's all right. I had FEMA, you have a spon- I had Trump, and I had Chester yeah. County. You have a sponsor did I have a sponsor? No. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, good. All right, 925. Uh, <laughs> Let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Hey, Murray. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, Murray. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a lifelong dream of mine. Before you're not nervous. I'm nervous right now. <laughs> I am nervous. Hey, Mary. I've been on... That's I'm sorry, what's that? That's very funny, Murray. You know, I'm also a comedian. Would you like to hear a joke? Yeah? All of you? Okay. Think you know what it is? Then call it 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. All right, that movie came out uh, four years ago today. If you can identify that clip at 855-839-1210 and be caller number 12, you are going to get a pair of tickets to see Andrea Bocelli as he returns to the Wells Fargo Center on December 7th. Tickets on sale at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Kale and Company, we are back after this. But first, let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. Maybe you're going to the movies tonight and you're in the market for a new vehicle. Well, you've got, what, seven, eight hours to the movie? You can get a new vehicle. Look, you're in the market for a truck. The bad weather's going to be coming. We all know it. 75, 80 degrees, whatever. It's eventually going to get bad again, as it always does. And maybe you're tired of a vehicle that struggles, you know, on the Northeast Extension in bad weather or on the Schuylkill, and you're looking for a truck. Well, how about the 2023 Honda Ridgeline? I have the black edition. I recently leased that right before Memorial Day at Piazza Honda of Springfield. But you could also check them out at Philadelphia's location, Langhorn, Pottstown, or Reading to take advantage of 0.9% APR financing. But you know what? If you're not in the market for a truck, that's fine. The Honda Civic, the Accord, the CRV, the Pilot, and many more. The Piazza Auto Group, now with 17 brands. So Honda. 
Nissan, Acura, Mercedes, Maserati, Land Rover. They've got something for everybody's favorite size vehicle or well within whatever budget you're working with. And 35 locations, so you can't miss. They are everywhere. It's my go-to for all things automotive. To find your new or certified pre-owned vehicle today, just check them out online, piazzaautogroup.com. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Nick Don and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Who on Twitter today, what's on tap for the Dawn Show, and what's on the Cut Sheet Part do all still ahead this morning. Time to give away our pair of tickets to Andrea Bocelli as we have our morning mystery movie clip winner on the line. It's Susan in Winmore. Susan, what was that movie we played for you about five minutes ago? My favorite movie of all time, Joker. Wow, of all time. Of all time. Okay. All time. I, I saw it eight times in the theater the first week it was out. Wow, wow eight times. All right, so you're two grand in the hole. Nice work <laughs> out of you, Susan. Uh, but we appreciate you listening, and we'll, uh, for your dedication to the Joker, we will give you the Andrea Bocelli ticket. So congratulations. Thanks, Thanks Nick. Hi, Greg. Hi. There she is. <laughs> We'll talk to you later, Susan. Bye, Susan. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. There she is. So how about that? Greatest movie of all time. I wouldn't go that far. Um, But I did say when we were playing the clip, I think Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, almost as good as Heath Ledger's role as the Joker, but people never want to go there because he won that award posthumously. I'm going to say a very uh, controversial thing. Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal in that movie was bar none one of the best performances I've ever seen by an actor. It was. That being said, it wasn't it wasn't a Joker movie. It wasn't it wasn't the Joker. It was a great movie Are you about it wasn't mental a ba- illness. Oh. It was a great movie about mental illness. I thought it was you were a great say it wasn't a Batman movie. Character portrayal. It was not a if you're going purely on playing the Joker, <laughs> yep. Heath Ledger hands down. Yeah. That was not a Joker performance that was a great movie a great performance two different types of dark thank you ledger and and phoenix yep and jack nicholson obviously a different joker and obviously cesar romero from the 60s a totally different joker as well agreed all right 937 let's get to what's on the cut sheet part do what's on the cut sheet i do my favorite clip honestly and i i should have played this uh for Part one, but I gotta save some stuff for part two, right? That's right, right. I can't, you know, spill my bucket bucket all in part one. I have to save some for. So this is Representative Patrick McHenry. McHenry, have you seen this? I have not. So this is this is visual. Go over to YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/at1210wphd. If you have not seen this, this made the rounds on the internet uh, last night. YouTube.com/slash/at1210wphd. Please hit the like and subscribe button. We're like forty likes away from two hundred. So without even being on the first yeah, hour, yeah. So if you're uh, if you're watching right now, please hit the like button uh, so we can get to two hundred likes. And please hit the subscribe button. I want to get to forty seven hundred subscribers. Huh. So please help us get there. Okay, this is Representative Patrick McHenry. He angrily smashes the gavel after acceptance speech to be temporary speaker like he like he doesn't want that to happen <laughs> this is cut 13 daniel accordingly pursuant to clause 12a of rule one the chair declares the house in recess subject to the call of the chair bow tie <laughs> look at 
see, see oh, smack that thing down? Never trust, never trust a man with a bow tie and a gavel, folks. It, Daniel, can you run that back one more time? Just the video. Do the not judge a book by its cover. He just mail, like he he just creamed that thing. Like I do not want to do this. Gotta love that bow tie. That's he how I like- slammed the gavel after the Kale Family Financial Crisis <laughs> Summit, when my daughters have spent too much of my damn money. Now let's go eat. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, Representative Patrick McHenry angrily smashing the gavel was my favorite clip that I wow. saw um, over the weekend or yesterday. I yeah. should say over the weekend. I'm, my, my brain's fried. I'm uh, you know I'm only going on a few hours of sleep. Yes, and those. my my updated House uh, Speaker power rankings: Jim Jordan's uh, Jim Jordan one, Byron Donalds two. Zioli three, Bruno four. <laughs> so Bruno's in the four right now. Uh, last night, speaker, uh, yeah, speaker. <laughs> Matt Gates went on Laura Ingram's show. It's where he does his best work on <laughs> cable news. Um, she asked him about you know what we keep bringing up about the the thought that he had this vendetta against McCarthy because he didn't do enough to stop. The ethics investigation. Laura Ingram brings that up to him. Uh, this is cut eleven, Daniel. All right, we'll continue to monitor that. But back with me now is Congressman Matt Gates. Congressman, I know you've been listening in to former Speaker McCarthy's comments. Uh, he name checked you and said, number one, you're not a real conservative because you don't want to govern conservatively. He also said that this really was personal, intimating that you're really PO'd that he didn't step in and put down that ethics investigation into you. And he knows it's personal, and you know it's personal. And you say? That's totally false. I'm the most investigated man in the entire United States Congress. I've been cleared by the FBI, DOJ, the Federal Election Commission. But you don't think that McCarthy did enough to stop this? I mean, isn't that that well known that you were mad that he didn't do enough to stop that investigation? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being mad, by the way. I'm not. By the way, the beginning of Speaker McCarthy's comments there were lovely and nice about his past and his history. But when he says we're not conservative because we didn't vote to secure the border, I think that does merit a response. We passed a Department of Homeland Security border bill that would have required E-Verify with a host of other reforms. Then on a continuing resolution, Kevin McCarthy wanted us to surrender every other fight. Jack Smith, weaponized government, everything else going on just to isolate the border thing. Now, I don't believe that the way conservatives get ahead is surrendering everything but the border in order to address the border. And I don't think that the way to address the border is to pass E-Verify and then say that the strong border position is the abandonment of E-Verify yeah. in a vote that occurs 14 well, hours later. you're not going to get so the border that's done not, like the way the we want to do it hold on, hold until on. you get the numbers. Oh God! She, she she's another one like Hannity. She I know, I know. she she follows in the same playbook yep. of just speak over them. I know. It's just ugh. Gates looks like he's doing it from like a live radio studio. Yeah. That hit and uh, talk about three unlikable people: Laura, Matt, and Kevin. I I don't care for any of them to be honest. And the reason I don't care for the two on the right, the two political figures, is because at the end of the day, I want results. And I you know I don't care who the speaker is. I said earlier this morning, I have my preferences, but at the end of the I think most Americans are looking for results. And this is the embarrassing part. You barely, barely took back the House. And we had all this Mm -hmm. red wave, red wave. And it was like a pink 
trickle. It was like yep. my my splash of my cranberry on top of my vodka. It was it was it wasn't dark red. It was very light, and that's not good enough. And what do you have? A guy that fought fifteen rounds to get the votes, and then he lasts two hundred and sixty-seven days. Yep. it's a disgrace. Uh, was it two sixty-seven? I thought it was two sixty-nine. Uh, two sixty-nine. Uh, Nine months he lasted. One more from Gates on uh, the Laura Ingram show. He's saying the that he's the only Republican in the entire U.S. Congress who takes no lobbyist money and no PAC money. This is cut twelve. Of course, you have to govern. Matter of fact. Just last week, I voted for four appropriations bills after my amendments were largely defeated by yeah, House I think moderates that point was, to put further yeah, pressure on spending. That so point was what, made, but they're making the point the tonight, Congressman. We only have limited time, so if you don't mind me moving on. But I, we made that point about what you did last week. But look, I think the concern here is that there, people are seeing your fundraisers instantly going out about this. You're raising money, and it, 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 it is chaos right now. I'm eager right to address now. that. And, yeah, let, well, okay. hold on. Let, let's well, address the Is it the not fundraiser. a fundraiser? I think we have a full screen of it. Yeah. Is it is yeah. it a fundraiser well, or not? And, and everybody fundraises. Again, I'm not, I'm well, not just by saying the way, that, Lord, that is another plane. criticism of what's <laughs> yeah, going on If I can on get here. a word in here. Yeah, if I can get a word in here. I am the only Republican in the entire United States Congress who takes no lobbyist money and no PAC money. So absolutely, I communicate daily, vigorously with regular Americans because the only way I'm able to to advance my political goals is if just regular folks give me 10, 20, 30 dollars. And so I will take no lecture from the likes of people who do three lobbyist fundraisers a day and trade favors in order to get cash from special interests on how I raise money. And I take deep offense to anyone who wants to criticize the the mailman, the, the active duty service member, the grandmother who believes in me and goes to MattGates.com to donate. Matter of fact, right. I hope they do that right now. And I'm not sorry play? for it at all because yeah. I won't take the lobbyist and pack money like every other person here does. Well, I think that's awesome that you don't. I think it's fantastic. By the way, um, do you I think that's great as well. But like, here's the thing too. It, you keep like she. And I'm just going to cr- criticize her. And look, I we understand working in this business. You have you know, breaks you have to hit, and you're within time constraints. Sure. But what's the point of having him on if you're going to say you're up against it time wise, and then you keep talking that, over him? That's why. That is why. And Don has brought this point up, but I think it's such a spot on point. That is why uh, shows like podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. Bubba forty five writes uh, the reason he was in a studio with headphones on us because he was doing the the Tim Pool podcast. Tim oh, okay, it, it is it is literally that type of format. The Joe Rogans, Bill Maher, Tim like, these guys that do these long form formats where there's no time constraint. That's the future. This cable news thing where it's like here's a four minute segment where you have to squeeze all this information into four four minutes. It does absolutely no good. Yeah, to, for anybody. I also think. Because I watched, I watched it live last night. Watching yeah. her, she's also trying to straddle both sides. I know she she does not want to anger any of the the more conservative list, you know, viewers. Yeah. Yep. And so part of it is she's trying to be tough in an interview, but at the same time she's she's trying to appease everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another reason because obviously it's her show. Yeah. If Laura decided, no, I want to, Matt, let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And she could have, and she could have, she has the power. It's her show. She can blow everything out and say, you know what? We have other stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put it on the internet. We'll do a separate side show or we'll do yeah. it tomorrow, whatever. But she didn't on purpose. And so that's a lame excuse to say, oh, well, we have, we're up against a tough time break. Well, Fine. Being, Keep them over the commercial break. She's then. being disingenuous to her audience then. 
Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to, okay, you're going to straddle the fence not to anger a poor, like I came into this show a year, a year and a day ago, and I just gave you my opinion. I didn't care if I angered anybody. So, I mean, some people do that that way. I prefer to just say what I think. And if you don't like it, well, you can go pound sand. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think it's more common with a TV personality like that, to yeah. Greg's point, yeah. than somebody in one of our formats, whether yeah. it's podcasters mm-hmm. or radio. Well, we're more raw. Than, yes. Than what you, I, I want everybody on this show, no matter what their opinion is, whether you think it's going to tick off the audience or not. I want everybody on this show, on the station, to give their honest opinions, because because people, you know, our listeners, our our viewers can smell out, you know, oh, yeah. can can smell sincerity, and if they know you're coming from a good place, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But they just disagree with you. Radio, is, radio audiences are great at sniffing out frauds. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can you cannot be a fraud in this business. You yep. cannot. There are there are zero frauds that make it in radio. Yep. And zero. I'm not I mean she's done radio for years. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying yeah, we're not saying that, but I do I think she is in a different role and she's staying in her lane. Yeah. Mm. I'll put it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, we find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show and who won Twitter today. It's all still ahead on Kale and Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. It's Kale and Company on demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app. Can't wait for next spring, and I hope you join me. Escape with me to South Southern Italy. How does this sound? On a gastronomical tour, most beautiful coastline in the world, the Amalfi Coast. Join me for 12 unbelievable, magical days in luxury with the very best top professionals, once again, from conservative tours. I know the last time WPHC travelers visited Italy, it was northern Italy. Now it's southern Italy. And yeah, I'm putting my name on the line here. I want to travel with the best tour operator in all of Italy to take us to the best kept secrets. I'm talking about my friends at Conservative Tours A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We're going to take the high-speed jet foil to the Isle of Capri. 5267, and this includes your airfare, includes luxury hotels, fabulous dining events, delicious. And you're going to remember, seriously, these memories we're going to make, we're going to remember this for a lifetime. The trip of a lifetime, really. Call toll-free 888-733-9494. Go to conservativetours.com. You'll see my picture. You'll see the full itinerary, all of the fabulous details. The Abbey of Monte Cassino, Italy's best kept secrets, Puglia, medieval Caserta, Sorrento, Pompeii, and of course, Rome. Join me next spring in Italy. See you on the Isle of Capri. Call now, conservativetours.com. 888-733-9494. Kale and Company winding things down on a Wednesday. Don't forget tomorrow, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Jason Whitlock. I forgot. We buried the lead. We did. Jason Whitlock of the Blaze, 9 o'clock tomorrow. He's got all sorts of opinions. and yeah, uh, a lot of opinions. <laughs> yes, he does. He's going to be great, right? I'm Another guy that used to be a sports guy at ESPN, now kind of a conservative commentator, and uh, it's becoming kind of a theme and a trend. Notice the theme on the morning show. Oh. It's almost like I'm doing this on purpose. Interesting. So you do have a blueprint. I do have a blueprint. You're just not whistling Dixie out your keister. By the way, Dawn, just to give a little love what? for you for a second, are you uh, this this thing you're doing for conservative tours with your is is your entire family going yes. to Italy with you? Wow! So you can hang out in Italy with Dawn, Larry, and the boys, and Buddy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Who's who's I gonna know. watch? 
Buddy Boy. He'll probably be at Molly's Country Kennels. Oh, okay. In Montgomery County. I was They're the say, best. I'll, I'll take them. I mean... The Bickle family. Honestly, I, I know two of us can't be gone from the same show at the same time, <laughs> but like... I'd go just to be a fly on the wall yeah. to see the yeah. Larry Dawn uh, yeah. dynamic. Yeah, so right? for what, 12 days, it'll be me, the Utes, and uh, Opelka? Nick, Nick. <laughs> we'll, we'll burn the joint down. Nick and I will be like on, on secret holiday. Uh, <laughs> this sounds like a great trip. I'll be I mean. wearing like a fake mustache in a gondola. <laughs> Conservativetours.com. Join Dawn. It sounds like an amazing trip. All right, and you're going to be joining Dawn in five minutes, and we find out what's in store. Yeah, one thing, we have to talk about this more. Imagine a congestion tax. So it's coming to a city here on the East Coast very soon, and we're going to look into that. A conge- In other words, your easy pass, if you're driving around certain parts of, let's say, a city like Philadelphia, you'd be charged like $25-plus because you're polluting. Wow. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. Oh this my is a thing. God. So it's it's coming to New York City. Is it coming to Philadelphia? Because oftentimes what happens in, you know, California, New York happens here. So uh, we're going to talk to a great guest, Julie Bauke. She is of the Bauke Group Consulting. She's going to talk about workplace trends. We'll talk about what's going on in cities like Philadelphia. And, for example, this these these kinds of liberal cities and these taxes imposed. Mm -hmm. But there's there are so many updates. There's breaking news with a suspect in custody in the attack we've talked about of the mom um, that that dirt bike rider so there's so much breaking so much developing and as well in pennsylvania in harrisburg what are lawmakers doing there that will indeed impact the potus election coming up it's okay. so much so in, in an effort to get you into an ev they're going to tax you more on your EV yeah, pass basically that's, that's, by the way i've seen uh, reports on social media that this 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 kid's kid this guy's name the dirt bike rider has been released oh is it yeah so okay. I, I don't want to say it just because i don't want to you know right, yeah well but officially though i did not see the official yeah that's why that's work. why i don't want to say it yeah because is he in he's under arrest they in, did announce that about 6 30 ish this morning yeah but he's, and, not, but he's not a minor so so he's an adult but we don't, yeah. But we don't know if it's, you know what I mean, officially like, him. Yeah, because yeah. just because his reports are going right, around right, on Twitter right. doesn't. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, not everything on Twitter is real. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you but we do much. we do award people with the best tweet of the day, do we? we? Do. Woo! we do. Who won Twitter? Tim Owens Twitter. He said, uh, "Sickening the way the Rhino showed fight against Matt Gates, yet they never showed the same fight against mm. the Liberals." Okay, it's a good point. I saw that. It's a very right. good point. They okay. they pick and choose their battle, and it never seems to be against the Democrats. Yes, indeed. All right, that's gonna do it. For us, stay tuned. The Dawn Show is up next. We're back tomorrow morning at 6. Jason Whitlock from The Blaze at 9. And as Tony Bruno would say, we don't care about the climate. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.